0: I feel like every time we come back on the show, it's like after like a two-week hiatus, but we'll explain that in a little bit, okay? <laughs> welcome, beautiful people. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the All Day, Everyday Show with All Day AJ and the man, the myth, the legend, Manny Ruffin. Oh, boy. We have a what the hell is A little old-fashioned. It's still warm here in PA, 74 degrees on this Beautiful Thursday, October fifth. Right as this with the weather. disgusting Bears Washington Commanders game is about to start in about game. one hour.
1: They always one good great game though, right? That's like what like you know what I mean, like one good. But not Thursday. them. But not. That's sure what I'm saying. I, I I texted someone today and I said that exact thing, like because they were asking me if they should take the over, and I was like, I see what you're saying, because they always one good Thursday night game, but these teams, bro, I would take it because I need it, but I'm tired of falling asleep in the third quarter all these games.
0: Well, we're quitting on these games in halftime. For our YouTube viewers out there, you know where to find us on YouTube. Like, comment, and subscribe. Make sure you do hit that subscribe button. Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You know we appreciate the hell out of you. Give us those ratings. They do help us a long, long way. Uh, we have a big show today. We are going to be getting into the MLB playoffs. The Phillies moving on. It was actually a four wild card sweeps last night, which was unbelievable. Haven't seen that. Since Well, it's actually the second time that happened in history. Kind of
1: pissed me me off. No Game 3s.
0: But it's nice. We get to talk about a little bit more on on baseball in this show. We haven't talked about baseball in a while since we started doing tea parties. Absolutely. So, Playoff Baseball is back, and we are back covering it. What the hell is that about? Uh, We've had some... A little brief hiatus the past two weeks. You guys missed the reaction shows. I was down in in Tampa for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Eagles game on Monday Night Football. So you did miss that show, which was week three. We are back for week five this week, so make sure to tune in for that. That comes out Monday mornings at just about 10 a.m. Eastern time. And then after that, we will be getting into some of our picks. Our preview shows, our preview picks for... Week 5 of the NFL season. Something to note as well. We are starting to record now on Thursday nights to get you these episodes out on Fridays. So look for episodes from us on Monday mornings and Friday mornings. The beginning and the end of your weeks. I mean, I don't see another way or a better way to get shows out for you. Um, you got
1: an orange in that thing?
0: It's a, it's a little peel. It's like a... Oh, alright. Oh, it's for like tough. The okay. it's, oh, just, right. it's just for oh, the right. essence. Uh, but tough. before we get into... Everything else that is entitled in this amazing show for you guys on this Thursday night on a sadder note to start the show Hall of Fame This just happened Hall of Fame legendary linebacker Dick Buckus passed away today at the age of 80 the eight-time pro bowler and two-time uh, Two-time defensive player of the year will always go down as one of the legends to the game And we raise a glass to Dick Buckus on a beautiful life and a great football career. Here's to you, Dick Buckus. Wow. RP Dick,
1: man. Legend. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, we might be the—I was thinking we might be the last generation that knows of Dick Buckus. I'm trying to think because the coaches that used to tell us about Dick Buckus were like 60, 70 when I was like 8 years old. And I heard young boys don't know who Deion Sanders is. I don't know if you heard that either. I didn't. But so there's this kid that goes to the gym that me and my boy go to. And he didn't know who Deion Sanders was. Like didn't know like just straight up. And he's probably like just turned 21. I know for a fact, like, the 12, 11, 10-year-olds in middle school, probably, like, if you own the antennas, they have no idea who Dick Buckus is. It's just crazy to think about. I was going to say, how like, how like, old are we are these like, people like, have like, to be? Like, what what generation? Like, how many generations deep are going to know about Bill Russell? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy.
0: Hey, does that mean we're getting older? Does that mean... It's a
1: myth, mi- yeah. You're getting old, time's
0: flying. Kind of a misconception.
1: You look like there. you're getting younger, though. See, that's how we... Like to discuss that, okay? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Anything we I don't know about the motherfuckers watching, but you look young.
0: (laughs) All right, let's head to the bulk of this show again on this gorgeous Thursday night. Happy to be here with you. The MLB playoffs kicked off this week. The wild card is already over. And let me just start out by saying this. The Bryson Stott Slam carries the Philadelphia Phillies and the beautiful city. With these crazy fans Mm. to the NLDS in back-to-back years against the big, bad Atlanta Braves. Couldn't have scripted it any better for you Philadelphia Phillies and you crazy, crazy Philadelphia fans. Hats off to the Philadelphia Phillies, man. You got to give it to them. Every last bit. It's
1: a red October and it's back and it's booming. And I have a personal question to ask you. Is Is Citizens Bank Park in October the best Philadelphia playoff environment?
0: I mean... After because what we saw last night,
1: last two years have been kind of insane, bro.
0: Well, you even saw the clip of Kyle Schwarber, when like he's the, getting his, the
1: Reese Bat
0: Slam, like, and then but then like then Bryce Stott Harper, did it with him. Stock Grand Slam, brat Slam. Schwarber said when he's getting beer dumped on him last night in the locker room in the celebration, he's saying that the fans, he felt like the fans were better this year. Than uh, last year, 100%. we
1: just started. hundred percent. We played two games. I think everyone's like, it's like, I think last year, and this correct me if I'm wrong. I think last year there was a um, like they win. It's like all right, like you know, we won game one of the wild cards. Like all right, you're gonna lose one, right? They won that one. It's like oh, we got the Braves. Like fuck it, things happen. Like the re slam happens. We're like all right. And I think this year it's kind of like everyone's like yeah, like there's more pride. There's like we are that team. We are a World Series team. It's so fucking late watching the Phillies do their thing. I do have like, to
0: ask you though. The There was a lot of hype for the first pitch mm-hmm. in the first game. It Was it going to be Chase Utley? Was it going to be a, a Jalen Hurts? Was it going to be a Nick Sirianni? Was it going to be play the Rocky music and have Stallone come out?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All this hype, but it was Reese Hoskins. And again, there's no disrespect
1: per- there. I think that's perfect.
0: But I think it was a little bit overhyped.
1: Nah, I think that's perfect. As
0: soon as they showed the board and we saw that it was Reese Hoskins on the board, I'm like, oh my God, why did no one think that it was going to be Reese Hoskins? Hasn't played all year, torn ACL in spring training. Oh, and
1: if anyone deserves to be on this fucking team, it's Reese. I was actually thinking about that the day before. Me and my dad were talking about it. I was like, dude, I actually think this team would be electric with Reese in the lineup at first base.
0: Well, they said they they said after, um, after that first pitch, after the game flying down to Florida, going to keep working in case there's a deep run. There's a possibility, there is a small possibility that we may see him in a deep run on this Phillies team. But it also raises another question of Bryce Harper's been playing first for Mm -hmm. the majority of that latter half of the year and obviously into these two games of the playoffs. When we think about Reese Hoskins next year, I am on the, the side of the spectrum where why don't we just leave Bryce at first Castellanos can just stay locked in it, right? You got Schwarber. or you put Rojas there. You put Pache there. You don't have to put Bryce in the outfield. And then that means Reese is gone. But that's kind of been the stigma of what people have been saying after last year. Reese was going to be gone at the end of this year anyway.
1: We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. In the meantime, we have Zach Wheeler pitching gems. Aaron, like, yo. It's crazy because... Me, my, I, I was an Aaron Nolan guy for a long time. I even turned my back on all this year because of the home runs was getting out of control, like the fourth inning blunders was getting out of control. But if I don't know if he's going to be back next year, but if there's one thing that you can have that is consistent is if you show up in October, then what the fuck can I say? Like I would, I would actually, I didn't look it up before the show, but I would love to know what his October stats are because he pitched out of his ass last year too. Um, and if that's if that's cool. Him and Wheels consistently one two can go with any one two in the league because that was part of what makes it so dangerous because we all know what the bats are going to do and if two top aces can compete with any other two top aces it's, it's scary for any team i think the little our little pocket joker card a little ace kerking out the bullpen comes in those nine pitch inning just gets them all out of here with that slider that shit is fucking disgusting and that's crazy because that's another pitch that no one's seen braves haven't seen them like so we have a little joker in our back pocket the boys are getting hot I think the Braves are going to have a little bit to complain about that we go in and beat them again in four games because they're playing us two years in a row when we get to get – no, no, seriously, though, because two years in a row, I don't think they had the best record last year, but, I mean, still, they were the best team in baseball. Let's not yeah. be That's not tweak. Two years in a row, we're the best team in baseball. Do what you're supposed to do, get an LDS, you're starting at home, whatever. You play a team coming out the wild card, and the Phillies is probably the worst team to let get momentum at home, maybe besides, like, y'all or, like, a, you know what I'm saying? Teams like that, like, teams you don't want to see coming in hot like that off a of 2- two years in a row and I know we're going to beat him again. Like, I just know I'm not even nervous this year, bro. I'm not at all. Like I'm not either. I would be furious if I was them. I like, do you think, like, what are your opinions about this, about the current playoff format? Do you think it needs to change? Do you think they need to like kind of uh, maybe bring in a reseeding like the NFL does? Maybe the Braves should have played the Diamondbacks, and that's the wild card stipulation instead of a whole wild card round. Like, I think people are going to start raising questions if the Braves get their ass beat again. I don't know; it probably is going to happen. Well, there's just so much, and noise. the Dodgers could lose. The Dodgers could lose too.
0: The Dodgers could lose, but I, I really don't see that happening. the The Braves are in a different spot, I think, this year. Just, I think there's a little bit more noise because right. you had you had Acuna's crazy forty seventy. <laughs> you had Spencer Strider with most strikeouts of franchise history, beating John Smoltz. Olsen there's, was an understory. Like oh, Yeah, Olsen was an understory. <laughs> like, Let's also not forget that two players from the Braves and two players from the Dodgers were consisted of the top four for the NL MVP candidates, which is also just out of control as well. There's just, in my opinion, I feel like there's just some more noise on the Braves than last year, yeah. and it's different because last year, like you said, they were playing a Phillies team that just barely got in and were just – like, the, the thought process was, oh, like, let's just win They're one more scary, game. They're scary, but you know what I mean? Let's
1: just, go like, see what
0: we can do, win one more game. But the big thing that worked for them last year was we win the games that Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola pitch. It's very simple. If they win those games, they really will go on and win the series. But what we've seen in prior games in the regular season is the bats don't work when Wheeler's on yeah. the mound and when Noah's on the mound, but yeah. somehow they turn on in the electric October that. atmosphere. That's the big thing as well. But for the Braves' sake, I I have to be scared if I'm a Braves fan. I have to be more conscious if I'm a Braves player because we're playing a highly motivated Phillies team that is the complete opposite and
1: a different than last team. year. Like this team doesn't have the holes on defense it has last it had last year. I mean, we talked, you were, you were kind of sh- shadowing to that Reese co- conversation about next year. One thing about this team I like so much better than last year is even like outfield defense, like having having a Pache in left field, even though he had that blunder every play. I know he's not going to consistently do that. And, they can, and the thing that's the biggest difference from this year is the middle infield. Like, we probably have a top three, maybe top two middle infield left in the playoffs, and that's fucking massive. Like, Stott and Turner, like, I think after this playoff is over, you remember, um, I don't know. Every playoffs, there's always like a young player that gets their gets their hype when they have their run. Like I could just go on the list, but I think this year is going to be Stott, and people are going to start saying that's a top four, top three second baseman in baseball. I think he's that good, and I I just think he's going to solidify himself as a superstar in this league.
0: And then you pair that he, with with Trey Turner at short, who he but I'm, obviously was just. I mean, you just think about what the infield looked like last year. I mean, you had Stott and Segura.
1: Exactly. Now We're,
0: it's Stott who's obviously turned it way on. Exactly. And then you pair that with like playoff Trey Turner, who finally gets to see what the Philadelphia Philly Citizens Bank atmosphere looks like in Red October. I don't see it any other way. I know for a fact that they're going to get through the Braves. I know that for a fact. I,
1: I'm not worried. It's kind of insane. I'm not worried at after all. that is I, when I, even even if we drop the first two, I'm not. I I have full confidence we'll win two at home. Full. Like it's actually a crazy feeling to have the Phil's back insane feeling and I wish I, wish I was sweating out that that Yankees ticket with you brother
0: yeah me too me too but you know what I quit on that team in August and I knew it was coming yo, yo, you, and wait, it was hey, injury listen. after you know, injury you know
1: other team I quit on I, don't, I know you haven't been paying attention to what the Kardashian shit that the Sixers been doing I've been saying October twelfth, bro. I'm locked in the Sixers. I mean, the Sixers, the Flyers, Fire fly Die. I ain't even worried about <laughs> well, the Sixers. I ain't <laughs> worry about the Sixers. Well, net with I daytime. We're not about even about going it. there yet. I but with daytime in Milwaukee,
0: I Drew Holiday to I Boston. Sixers, Sixers are now. Fire Die, baby. Fire Die. I don't even know what that
1: team is. Who the Sixers? I don't even know who
0: that team is. <laughs> 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 we're gonna let's touch on the uh, the the American League teams real quick here. Nathan Navaldi and the Texas Rangers. Obviously, you no know Max Scherzer and Jacob Degrom. <laughs> But Nathan Evaldi gets the job done—an easy two-game sweep of the Tampa Bay Rays. Did not think that the Rays were going to lose two, and did not think that the Blue Jays were going to lose two. We finally get to see a great matchup with the Rangers and the Orioles, and here's what we all finally get to see: the Rangers are going to prove yeah. and show that the Orioles, Orioles are fraudulent as hell. Hey, great season! Great season! Yeah. Baseball's better when this team's doing doing well because we've just known as them as a pain. really fucked up team. Not. Not anymore, but in the playoffs, you're not ready. Too many young guys, and this pitching staff and these bats are going to take down the Orioles and really just show them, hey, this is playoff baseball, and you guys don't belong. That's very simple with the Orioles. On the other end, the Twins, they proved me wrong. I I guess I was sleeping on them, but now it's even better for ratings, and it's especially better for Houston Astros fans. Why? Carlos Correa gets to go to Houston in a playoff game for the first time since he left when he was on the— Fucking cheating team. And that's going to be an absolute doozy and I can't wait to watch that one. I really do think boy, Yasha's going to get the job boy, done. J-Mo
1: hooped in game one. Oh my god. Hooped in game one. Other other team pro. The Brewers are insane. Like I looked up at the game cast probably four different times. Oh yeah. When I was watching the Phillies game last night. Bases loaded. First and second. Second and third. They had bases loaded I think it was the bottom of the eighth correct me if I'm wrong. No outs. No runs. If I'm a like Watching your team lose two straight—that might be the most demoralizing experience. Watching you have a Walker game, your Walker series—you have three straight games at home—and watch your team lose two
0: straight at home. I had the Brewers easily in that in that series. Oh my god! Um, I, especially
1: Corbin's start, Freddie too. Freddie yeah, two, like yeah. Freddie too, but especially Corbin, Corbin. was hot. That was Corbin, it was a mismatch.
0: Unreal, it was a mismatch. Um, and also, I mean, if you're Dodgers fans, I'm just trying to figure out. I think. From a pitching standpoint, I think they would have wanted to see the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks.
1: But, I mean, I guess it's that's not, what they it's wanted. Not, it's, the Diamondbacks are not much worse than Brewers, though. Brewers have, like, when they're hot, they're at top five pitching staff. The Diamondbacks ain't. Zach Gallin gets hot. But, I mean, and this I'm, is also I'm crazy, Jack. too, because we talk about the Orioles. I'm betting on Zach, I think. We see
0: the O's, and now we get the D-backs. Yeah. I mean, these are teams that were kind of unexpected to be in
1: a but DS the, series now. The nation gets to get put on Corbin Carroll which is yeah. massive for hey. the game, which is massive for the game.
0: 25 home he's runs and 50 dog. stolen bases is absolutely absurd. No, Start to know what those are. And I don't want to hear any of the BS about, oh, well, with the pitch clock and with the pickoff attempts, you know when he's going to steal. It's you can still only, an unbelievable feat. You can
1: only play the game they lay out in front of you. They can play the game, they lay out in front of you. They're going to ask you, why are you not on the radio? Why would you be on the radio? This is the game I got in front of you. <laughs> he, can't, he can't change it. You know what I'm saying? He can't do nothing about it. 25 and 50. Hey, he can't do nothing about it. As a
0: rookie, is incredible. And, and again, we already mentioned it, but 40 and 70 from Acuna. Mookie could have stole 72, but
1: he ain't do it. He right. ain't want to. But I'm just saying. So
0: I don't exactly. want to hear any of that bullshit about, oh, well, if, if, they're, if they threw to the first baseman twice already, you know he's going the next pitch. Well, he still has to get there. And... Even if, if the the base runner knows, so does the goddamn catcher. So, why don't you just throw a pitch right down the middle and have the catcher throw him out? Same difference, isn't it? Both guys know. So, I don't want to hear any of that. Um, but it should be a fun, fun October like we had last year, and these games are kicking off on Saturday Jeez. afternoon. Cannot wait for that. I do think that Texas moves on. I think Houston moves on. going to be a fun battle there. And I do think the Phillies move on, and the Dodgers move on. And after that... Well, we'll get into my what heads CS up, my looks heads like after my ass. that.
1: You said Saturday in Texas. I thought you were talking about the Red River Robbery. I'm like, oh, you like Texas? I know. Texas and and half?
0: Pat McAfee's going down to the Texas Road or Texas River Fair or something I like that I, for a um,
1: live show tomorrow. It's going to be pretty think, cool. Uh, my head my head tells me Texas is going to beat those boys' ass, but at the same time, I'm like. Baker Mayfield's going to be on the,
0: uh, the cast. Pat McAfee's show is doing a cast, uh, like a simultaneous cast. Uh, Baker Mayfield's going to be on that with them. So. The whole time? I think it's just going to be for like a little segment or something, yeah. But that's still pretty cool. It's like what they did for the national championship. Uh, Yeah. You know, they just do like sideline stuff. Um, All right, we're going to touch on our football teams before we get into our picks for Sunday. We're
1: going to start with the Philadelphia Eagles. Whatever the fuck that is. I don't know if that's a football team, but whatever the fuck that is. Right.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're going to get into (laughs) it. We're going to get into it. Uh, We're going to start with Manny's Philadelphia Eagles. 4 0 after a, it's a great business sweaty decision. little win against the Commanders, not a lot of people thought it sweaty was going end that Sweaty little win way. against
1: Tampa Bay Buccaneers too, man.
0: Yeah, but that closer
1: was... To, closer than it looked. Closer than it looked.
0: Yeah, definitely closer than closer it looked. Than it, looked. Um, oh, it was fun to be down at Raymond I was James. Say, I want to tell you what because you were
1: down there. How fucking lit was that stadium? How how beautiful was that shit with the ship in the back? Oh man, I mean,
0: it's like every field goal they're like you know blowing off the cannons the and, and everything shit, yeah. also another like fun touch it was on our twitter too wait at is it Podcast. like you get
1: to see like the sunset though in the background and shit yeah and they, yeah, flew, like, the crazy, they, crew, they flew like the crazy they crew they flew like the fighter jets you probably felt like you were living in a movie for a second playing golf out there what, you shot yeah. a, you shot a 78 you yeah, got a 79
0: let's go, go! You yeah, it, it, was a, it was a great weekend. Shout out to the Green Legion, if you guys don't know who they are. Been doing this for 21 years. Eagles fans from around the United States get together, fly to the uh, to these Eagles games. But for us, it was 1,300 fans from the city of Philadelphia flew down to this game for a fan takeover. I know I'm a Giants fan. I didn't go because I was going for the game. There was different reasons that had me go there, which we're not going to get into. Um, but it was still an absolute blast. What was included in that? Yeah, I know. What was included in that? It was like... A bunch of different things. You get your tickets, your, your tickets for the game, hotels on a beach, flights down there. It was 20% off uh, bar tabs and Jeez. food tabs at plenty of bars all in our area. $5 beers, $5 mixed drinks, a three-hour open bar at the Pep Rally where only people from the tailgate could be at, and then a three-hour tailgate at Steinbrenner Field, where, which is across from Raymond James where the Buccaneers play. Steinbrenner Field where the Yankees have spring training. Three-hour tailgate with food and bev included that you pay for to get there. Obviously, just it it was a in my takeaway was a drinking trip with a football game at the end. I mean, it was just beers and alcohol and a little 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 bit of golf. golf. Um, What an unreal time and and what a good game. DeAndre Swift coming out of his shelf finally. And I don't want to say, I don't mean that in a bad way either. I mean, for the people that thought it was going to be game well this year is actually ridiculous because if we ever had a a small thought that DeAndre Swift was not going to be the running back one, I mean, the fact that I got him in a salary cap draft for three fucking dollars is outrageous. So it was always going to be DeAndre Swift, and it still will be. And I'll tell you something also crazy out of that game: DeAndre Swift in the Tampa Buccaneers game on Monday Night Football, his line for rushing yards was thirty-nine and a half. Come on, finished like one forty.
1: One sixty. Like
0: bro, and then one hundred and one the next week. He's the guy for them. Um, it was it was a little scrappy, and it was a little rainy, so some turnovers were were coming here and there. But then we moved to the Washington game, saw some turnovers. There was that one poor throw from Jalen Hurts, but we're not going to leave out that absolute breadbasket throw to A.J. Brown in the end zone.
1: Yeah, that was dirty. Um, The Bucks game, like, there's been some, like, like, crazy fucking narratives coming out of these games. Like, if we have the best offensive line in football and we have a top three, top four, I would say top three, wide receiver duo in the NFL. So the defenses have to respect the pass. They have to back people up. And we can just run the ball for 200 yards a game. Why do we care if Jalen Hurts doesn't have 300 yards passing? Like, why do people care? Like, I do not give a single solitary flying fuck if Jalen Hurts throws for 200 yards. Yeah. If if we, could th- if we could run the ball for 104 yards with DeAndre Swift and hold the Bucks to 11 points. Now, the Commanders game is a different story. Commanders game, I thought he was excellent. Obviously, there's some mistakes here and there, but when I mean, it comes down to being clutch and taking, but like usually, especially, I wouldn't say usually, but you would think this team's more of the defense has been having Jalen Hurts back. We saw in the commanders game that Jalen can have the defenses back just as much as he can have. They can have his um, and him and AJ having that connection towards the end of the game just being clutch like that was just massive. Don't talk shit to AJ Brown. That's fucking insane, especially if you're a rookie. I just, just me personally. I wouldn't do that um but i think the birds are cool something that's like I, I don't understand i feel like we're getting slighted a little bit i don't know if you peep it too but i feel like everyone's just like cowboys 49ers cowboys 49ers cowboys 49ers like this game's going to decide what we see on the nfc's Um, uh, then yeah the eagles will have something to say about that with the eagles and yeah i don't like how the eagles look they ain't been winning the games like i just been catching shit like that i'm like what's up with that what's up with that i feel you i feel you, I feel ain't you. Nothing ch- we ain't losing games ain't nothing change Pat Mahomes could go like two-in. Nah, they were they lost one game last year. But the year before that, they was like two and whatever. They could just make it a pass. But we can go four 0 But a couple games, divisional games, couple games a little close. Oh my God. I oh don't know. It's the Cowboys Get the fuck. that shit pissed me off, bro. I don't understand. We look we don't look better than the 49ers right now. They look good. I came and cat. CMC's, just CMC's making a, a case for CMC's, like a CMC's, MVP, CMC's, CMC's which drunk. is not possible. I can't, CMC's drawn, they got it like they got it. They look really good right now. The Cowboys do not look better than us, bro.
0: No, they beat no.
1: y'all on the what we call y'all football team in a, in a We're game. Going there, where you go? Rainy, I mean, rainy, wet. I'm gonna give Dayton as a pass that game, Saquon, I'm gonna give him a pass that game. So, I just don't get the disrespect. And we can come back to this. It's only week four. I want
0: to go to this. Um, but I don't get disrespect. Which is all over social media now with the Eagles doing the tush push or the brotherly I love shove. that you want to talk about it. Can I ask you
1: a question? Does it need to be banned? Yes or no?
0: I don't think it should be banned. Boom. But I don't like the the, conversation of all over Twitter with fucking all these Eagles fans out there saying, oh, well, other teams are trying it and they're not, they're not doing it. So Why? you're Why? just not us. Why? Why? It's the best offensive line in the league. Yeah,
1: but of course no, no, no. they should be doing yeah, it. No, okay, okay. But you, you see your head, that round thing. There's a brain in there. Some people don't understand that. They, this play is not fair. It should be banned. Why can not they run it? And I literally watched, I watched the slate on Saturday. Teams I bet on run it. Can't do the, it.
0: The Giants right. did it.
1: Two teams maybe do it. There's a couple teams that can maybe do it. Cool. Okay, go Sunday. Literally maybe a couple teams. Like I think I don't know what it was, but it had to be like two, four, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, guys, we have Jason Kelsey. Like, he's a anomaly of a player. Of course, when we run a play that is literally his star play – of course, we're gonna be really fucking good at it. It's gonna be annoying,
0: and it also helps with, with an elusive quarterback like Jalen Hurts and our quarterback spot. Say that with Daniel Jones as well.
1: Our quarterback squad, six hundred pounds. Our left and right guards are both really fucking good. Like Jordan Malata can get really fucking low Rugby as for a tall guy. Exactly. Like I'm. So, it just works out perfectly for us guys. It's a shame, but ain't nobody asking. I don't know. We wasn't asking Tyreek Hill to ban the post. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, right. like uh, y'all just on dick. Like, you got to deal with it, bro. <laughs> like, figure out how to... St- we figured out a play to run it. Y'all can figure out how to stop it. Giants did it on their first drive. It's
0: just... It was... I, it, if, if anybody was paying attention to the first week of the season on Monday Night Football when the Giants played the Cowboys, they did the same exact thing that it did to the Seahawks on Monday Night Football again. Drove all the way upfield, and this was that one drive that was going to so- decide the game for them. Not in week one, but especially in week... Uh, for after what we saw from you know these previous three weeks where the team just looks like out of control <laughs> and has no nothing to show for, but they drive down the field again, fourth and one in in field goal territory, but a good spot to go for it when it's the first drive of the game. Fourth and one, try to do the tush push again, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and that was, job, and was, they like, don't get it. They that they was don't, like they a fourth
1: and like one and a half too, but
0: they didn't even get even remotely close. Yeah. And. I'm sitting there with a bunch of Eagles fans. It was Monday night. So my over at the, I'm at the alley and everyone's like, "Oh, well, I can't do it cuz the Eagles." I mean, not the Eagles. I'm like, first of all, I don't even want to go on about like the whole backup line and all that kind of stuff cuz that just doesn't that I that I don't yes. pay any mind to that. Is I don't pay any mind to that. The but the fact that we're tr- even trying to compare the play from an offensive line standpoint, the only reason I would say that I would even think or have the slightest thought to ban it, it is because it is a very dangerous play for the quarterbacks. It really is. You're throwing these guys into an absolute scrum with the biggest dudes on the football field. That's the only reason where I would say yes. I don't. I don't care that it's that it's it's a sure it's a sure sign first down for the Eagles every time. I don't give two shits about that. For the safety of the quarterbacks, that's the only reason I would say that.
1: Your yeah, kid comes up to you at six years old. Hey, Dad, I want to play football. Okay, son. You know you can get hurt, right? It's a, it's a dangerous game. I don't care. My friends are playing. All right, fuck it. They signed the contract, man. I oh, don't know. Waking up, saying we got it. We're both still lines. I, that Giants O line, is that the worst O line you've ever seen in your life? Ever seen.
0: But the biggest I, thing I, for me I, is how like, can we go from last year where this team made the playoffs, won on the wild card? Right. The line looked, looked very competitive. And the line looked like very competitive. The first time it would, a they, very would long they would go time. away for
1: some games, but they were competitive. They were there.
0: Really, better. the first time in a long time that you looked at an offensive line and said, oh, my God, Saquon has time to find a hole. Daniel Jones has time to get a ball out of his hands. I don't know how, with the same exact fucking staff from last year, yeah. I understand there's some injuries. I get that.
1: I mean, Evan Neal's replacement was getting fucking shit on.
0: But, I mean. <laughs> like, bad. Some of these plays, I don't know what his
1: name is either, but he's How are we doing?
0: I on. mean, it is one Mississippi to Mississippi, we are sacked. So everyone that's pitching, oh, it's Daniel Jones' fault. It's Daniel Jones' fault. He's looking at backs of heads. His receivers haven't even finished their route, let alone fucking started their route. And we're saying, Daniel Jones, you got to get the ball out The Daniel
1: quicker. Jones' problem is, like, there's so many. There's got to be, I don't know they're sitting in film, there's got to be at least eight plays where he got sacked, where someone's open. The there was there. a couple, yeah. Whatever. But the plays where you have protection... Like the slot blitz. You got to check. You got to slot protection. Yep. We gotta There's no way as a quarterback, no one knows that blitz is coming. There's no way as a quarterback we missed that throw in the red zone. Outside shoulder on a stick pattern. They're in, like, I don't know. The two mistakes he made were just so bad. And I'm a, Dan, i am I fuck with Daniel like Jones.
0: Like detrimental. But it's
1: like when you finally have an opportunity to make a play, you, you can't. It's not even like you have to make the play. You just can't make the two big mistakes of the game. I just don't know. You know what I'm saying? How
0: many times I have to continue to try and defend Daniel Jones and I'm going to continue trying No, again. no, no,
1: no. You have I you have to. I can t- I will because there's no shot in hell a quarterback is succeeding with that one. Any quarterback in the league. The other thing, too, is that night you, was not going to have a You
0: put a, a, a quarterback that is not mobile in that situation. You put Eli Manning in that situation on Monday night. There would have been 25 sacks. So we have to start saying that we're lucky that this guy has a died. pair was, of legs on him
1: a, that can lucky,
0: even try died. to get back to the line of scrimmage in these situations. I was
1: surprised they put him out. I didn't like how they put him back in the game at the end of the game. And I yeah. need and I need the Daniel Jones prop. I don't even care. I saw him go back in. I was like, "Damn, he come back in." I thought the drive. I forget what driver was, but the driver before y'all came back in. I thought I lost my bet. I was like, "Damn, yeah. server Like they're not gonna put him back in. He's getting sacked eleven times. Well, the
0: the other throw too, the one where he had the pick six, uh, Witherspoon. Go now. We now we Goat. know why. Now we know why Goat. number five pick. Now we know why. Goat. I mean, unreal performance. Let's Goat. not like shade that. Let's not go by that. Hell of a play. The other thing is. Yes, in that replay, you can see Waller wide open in the corner of the end zone. Just kind of throw it up that way. But again, from a perspective and a point of what the line looked like and what that drive looked like leading up to that uh-huh. was a lot of Daniel Jones scrambling out for 12, Absolutely. 15 yards with no time. Absolutely. So when we get into a situation on the goal line, we're looking at a sh- way shortened field, and now we know that we have to get the ball out in two fucking seconds. So as soon as the ball snapped, shortened field, I just got to get the ball out. He was so it was just, it, he was just tweaking. And that's all it was. If he had time, maybe he would have sat back, you know, pump fake, shit my feet, and then see him in the back and float over the top. It's very easy to say, oh, Waller's wide open in the corner, just loft it over the top to him. When you know that there's going to be six guys right in your face, I mean, like, you, you have to get the ball out. And it's just a great read, but it was still a really bad do I do have a
1: question for Brian Dable. If my quarterback is getting killed, my quarterback has about two seconds to get rid of the ball, maybe three sometimes. And we just signed maybe like a top three tight end in the league. Why is he not getting the ball until the fourth quarter and then the game's over? Why is Darren Waller not touching the ball? Why is he not had eight targets at half? My favorite. Why part? does he have one catch with three quarters? Like why? Is
0: the media dumb that covers the Giants like in training camp? Because am I all, dumb? All that we're seeing. In I'm betting on Darren camp, Waller for no reason. We see we've seen day in and day out, all throughout training camp. Darren Waller is Daniel Jones' favorite target. I Watch mean, out for this season. Darren Waller again. Darren Waller again. It seems like all these tweets. It seems like Darren Waller is unguardable and he will be Daniel Jones' favorite target coming into the season. Well, where does that been? Daniel Jones hates him. Where Daniel does that
1: Jones been? actually hates him. No, he hates him. They have beef. Something happened. There's no way we're losing. By multiple touchdowns and Darren Waller. We're running
0: end arounds to Wanda Robinson he's not and even slants getting, to
1: Paris Campbell. He's not even getting a target, bro. No, he's not even getting a target, bro. My problem is he's not even getting a target. Like, we're not even running a de- Like, they be having, you can tell they be having dedicated plays for Kelsey. Like, this was a Kelsey Ice show. They motioned him. He doesn't get a target. Like, yo. Saquon gets hurt. He doesn't get a
0: target. Here's the other thing. I mean, with this offensive line. We have no time. What is Saquon? We might as well give it to going to do?
1: Get get hurt. No draw. No like draw. there's no point no, in bringing no, him no, back no, right now. No draw. No draw. Because mean, here's the deal. Okay,
0: head. this is where it gets very tough when you talk about Saquon coming back. Okay, because when you look at it, this weekend on Sunday, which we're going to get to with this game in, in in a short little bit here, um, they are in Miami against the Dolphins. Well, you can we can get right to it. Okay, we'll we'll start right here. Um, we can get right to it. Uh, let me just touch on... That would have been a fire segue. Yeah, that actually would have right been. All right, so starting now, <laughs> I'm working on the segments. All right, <laughs> shut the fuck up. All right, uh, when we look at Saquon coming back in Miami this week, this is the like the bulk of the schedule that we had talked about and we had covered at the beginning of the year before this even started. That we we talked about their first five games or their first six games. Cowboys, Cardinals, Niners, Seahawks. Dolphins Bills. Tough start for a team, but you know what? They were competitive last year. We can see what happens. Maybe skate away couple, three and three. three. Find a three way dogs. to go. Two and two, two and four. Find a way, right? Now dogs. we're in a situation where this team could be one in five after six games, and Saquon hasn't played in three weeks. And now we're looking at he's gonna come back for the Dolphins in Miami. And then after this week, he's gonna fly to Buffalo and play against that team who is right now the the absolute dog of the AFC. Beaten down on the Dolphins.
1: No, nah, y'all yeah, might win three games. This bro.
0: team is in. Like, in I shambles. mean, three games
1: total. Like, y'all might win three games. Just, bro.
0: Uh, the the absolute that win totals cooked. Can we like talk about like w- like what the worst like switches have been, like flip flops from a year prior? I know you could say like Super Bowl to not miss like yeah. to miss in the playoffs, but like for a team that Giants fans can really understand from a team that rarely has been in the playoffs in recent years, find a team finds a quarterback that has a lot of grit last year. Gets a gets a coach, gets an offensive coordinator, gets a GM. Mm. Saquon's showing like he's himself, he's himself again. Mm. And then what? This year's just all gone. I so I think it's a little bit of a, a crazy flip out of this team. But let's go to uh, this Dolphins game that we're touching on on Sunday in Miami at one o'clock. The Dolphins at ten and a half point favorites. I am easily slamming that because let's look at it like this: they were the Giants were two point underdogs, two and a half. Right at game time, before the game started, I was saying to myself, "Any smart better would take Seattle Seahawks minus two or minus two and a half by a landslide, because that's just that's not that's not fair. That's not fair. But now they want to say, you know what? Maybe that was that was that was a little bit too." Two less points. Yeah. So we're going to give 10.5, and we're going to have all those sharp betters that say, well, 10.5 is a lot of points in a football game. Not against the fucking Giants. You don't have an offensive line. The Dolphins are going to win this game easily by three touchdowns. There is no doubt about it. 10.5 is and always will be the favorite of this week.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I just think um only problem I have with that possibly could be the fact that like, they just have not looked like a competent football team one, th- like, not one week. Like, maybe the second half of the Arizona game, but like, Dable's one of them coaches where it's like, like, this might be the week. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna tell you not to bet it, but I'm just saying he's one of them coaches that, like, I feel like he has that, like, like I don't wanna say Dabo Sweeney. Like, there's just always those coaches that, like, when they're an underdog, a big underdog on their team sucks. Like for some reason their team just looks the absolute best that week. I feel like that's like a Brian Dable thing. I'm like, but we will so see if happy. that's a fact. We I will am, see if that's a fact. I am just
0: so happy for uh this matchup of Tyreek Hill on probably rookie Deontay Banks, probably trading off for the Dory Jackson. Gonna hope that Xavier McKinney can pick it up in the in the in the back end of the play, but I mean, I think, I think Tyreek Hill has a, a shot to go for two touchdowns. And he has we a also shot to go for have, like, we've yet to see Waddle get out of his shell this season. So, look look for that. I'm telling you, we're going to have a big game in the, uh, in the receiving realm for Tua, Tyreek, Waddle, and the boys. And let's not forget about the run game with Devon Achan. Okay, I got it right, everybody. I got it right. Uh, actually, huge for the fantasy squad. So we will be rooting for that. Yeah, ten and a half was a lot. Um, we're gonna move on now to arguably the best rookie quarterback in the league right now. Arguably, C.J. Stroud it's not even close. and the Houston Texans. He's top ten with top a 18. oh my god, easily with a absolute dominant win in Houston. J.J. Watt's Ring of Honor night or day, I should say, thirty to nine over oh, the Steelers. Yeah, uh, Texas money line as of today. Again, this is Thursday, October fifth, plus one oh eight in Atlanta against Artie Smith and the boys. And uh, I think that's another absolute uh, dog of a play there. I can't see myself taking um, the the Falcons here. They had a long road Dude, back.
1: You just can't bet on Desmond Ritter, bro. You can't bet on Desmond Ritter,
0: bro. Long trip back from London against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Tough loss. Back at home, but it's not gonna matter because CJ is gonna find a way to find Nico, and he's gonna find a way to find Tank Dell because we didn't do that last week, and I needed that. So uh, Texas moneyline plus one hundred eight is the second pick yeah, for I like, Sunday. I like that. And next is speaking of London, let's go back to London. The Bills minus five and a half against Jacksonville. Let's not forget too, the Jacksonville Jaguars stayed in London. From last week's game all the way through. Why the hell would they come home? Makes sense. But 5.5 is crazy after a 28-point win against the Dolphins, who everybody thought was the best team in the league. In the AFC, I should say. But you could also say in the league, from for some people. For some people. A 28-point victory against that team. And now it's 5.5. And, and what's the reasoning? Oh, they just had a fly to London. 5.5 is crazy. It should be much higher. And that's why we're going to be taking 5.5. It's that simple.
1: I hard disagree. I think you might be overlooking the advantage of being able to be in London for an extra week. I don't think the Bills do this often. No, they don't. I think the Jaguars done this the most in the NFL. Every damn year. I think they're very used to it. And with and they consider this a home game for the Jaguars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're England's home team. So you, know, you factor in the other, the other thing, the Jaguars are getting, quote, unquote, three points for being at home from the book. So if the Bills are at home, this line's eight and a half. Good luck, brother. I, and uh, nine thirty football. I ain't football. touching that game. 930 nine thirty football. nine thirty, yeah, I ain't touching that. Well, game. You know, our stupid ass is gonna miss that shit. That but game. I ain't touching that. I'm probably. I might do my little props, but that's just. I can't game. wait. For that's that that one of those lines where it's like someone. Uh, uh-uh.
0: Five and a half. I absolutely love it. Um, let's go to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna save that one for last. Uh, we'll go to the Chiefs here. Chiefs minus four on Sunday. This I don't. See how this is not, uh, I guess, simpler than it has to be. Um, in Minnesota, Vikings one in three.
1: Don't ever think it. I
0: mean, it, it's it's that simple. Four just, points I again.
1: I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't bet like, like like the Jaguars are are a very bettable team. Like the Vikings, they're not.
0: I don't understand why. Why? the I mean,
1: Jaguars are like the only reason. Jaguars are punting. But team. like,
0: is that a trap line? Am I am I missing something? Yeah, it's a
1: trap line. It's a trap why, line. Right. How how are the Chiefs it's a, it's four tra- point favorites it's tra- against tra- Minnesota? It's a trap line. It's a get right spot. It's a home game. It's a lot of things. Like I wouldn't touch the Chiefs here, but someone has to bet it.
0: This almost feels like someone has to bet it. Like when the Chiefs were supposed to, you know, kick the doors in in Week One against Detroit, yeah. Banner Night, yeah. and then Detroit. Beat him. It almost yeah. feels like there's a there's a possibility of this sh- brewing I mean, again. I
1: a little different outside of Arrowhead too. I mean, people don't like to talk about that because Pat Mahomes is a god, whatever. I mean, he plays well. He plays well away from home too. I'm, I'm just saying, it's yeah. a little different. Well, and they also have a, a lot of noise shit's on them little, too. It's a little different with outside the Arrowhead. Uh, the T and this Swift ain't, fans. And this ain't the Chiefs of old. This is no. a very regular Chiefs team. So well, and and
0: we got all the T Swift noise, so that's not obviously Dude, that's helping. Shit any of that shit
1: actually is. Are you sick of it or no? I wouldn't even really like. It's not even like one of those things, bro. I, you know I me, mean? like I'm not even really mad. It's just like, just like looking at it, like, is this, are they dead ass? Like, like we all know who Taylor Swift is. I didn't know she was that. Me, per, did you know she was that famous though?
0: Bro, she's like 240 million. I saw someone say that's she's. I saw
1: someone say she's the most famous person on earth, and it's really it hard to dispute that. And I was like, damn, that's bro, what I thought. I just had no the same idea. Thing. Am like, I, <laughs> no, I didn't. I wasn't even trying to dispute. It. I was like, I just literally had no idea. Like she, Taylor Swift, just is not like. I listen to rap music. I like sports. I play video games. Like she does not enter my sphere. Like you know what I'm saying. So it doesn't even matter how popular she is. Like I'm. I just. I was like, damn. Yeah, she really is the most. So and I'm trying to think. Like because I was trying to be like, well, Drake's been to football games, right? They don't show Drake (laughs) at every single touchdown. Maybe at the Raptors. How much more pop? yeah but they no that's actually a great point they show taylor swift 10 times more than she'll drink at raptors games and i'm like how are we publishing not drink like wow like yo like i have a hat but yo taylor you are she's selling out five nights at wembley taylor yo travis you were doing it right my boy but
0: you see he was bitching
1: no travis retire early bro don't even go for that next contract. Did you see him bitching? T- Taylor got a bag, bro. Travis could retire. I'm not even thinking. He don't got to do shit. She's still out the web for five minutes in a row. He's now saying, though, that,
0: like, you know, it's a little bit too much. It is too and much. And I'm like, but you put that on yourself. I can't fuck some?
1: <laughs> what you talking about? Like, I got, like that's right, B. Like, I can't just hit some? Like. I mean... I can't have a little fling. Maybe, they might not even. They might I not even said this on Twitter. They might not even. You know what I'm saying? He might just. He, he just wants.
0: Maybe it's just extra clout. Did you see 400 percent on the jersey sales? Yeah, he doing
1: COVID commercials too. Travis, we got talk. What'd you say? <laughs> <Okay>. I saw <laughs> the Aaron Rodgers clip. I we got talk. Hey, yo, it,
0: it, it, maybe they want money because Kelsey's on it. Kelsey's on it. Mahomes is on it. They're in every commercial now. We're showing. We're doing movie previews now for Taylor Swift on NFL from NFL said ESPN, NBC Start showing. That my fault. There is so much shit that's going on. My fault. Uh, a lot of teenage girls are watching this. Like they said, the, now. the elites
1: play a different game. Than what we the hell do. is going on? Series going off right now. What the hell is going on? Talk, you start talking about Taylor Swift, everybody started coming
0: to the show. This shit crazy. Uh, it's unbelievable. And and there's, I mean, f- what was the stat? I was like ages like sixteen to twenty four are up like fifty three percent. Wait, of they women?
1: had the, the jersey that said Swiftie on the back. I'm like, I, I didn't know. even know that was a thing. I know, I know. I did, but I really didn't know because remember I told you that story that the one that I went out after the Taylor Swift concert and all the girls that were like, yeah, I came from Taylor Swift concert and I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. The I just didn't know so she sold was... Sold out the link three days in a row. I just... The fuck is going I on? I just didn't know she was... Like, I remember Taylor Swift from like the Kanye West shit. Like, that's like my Taylor Swift. Like, I don't even know. Like, Russ, do you see the one Russell Westbrook clip where he was listening to the song in the car? I didn't even know that was her song. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, that's Taylor Swift. Oh, she's hard. I'm like, oh, she really got shit with her. She got some shit with her. I can't even be mad. Like, oh, okay, that's Taylor Swift. Okay, say that. Well, uh, I'm, like, I'm like, damn. Is this how white people feel about Drake? Like, that's crazy.
0: I mean, I just didn't know that she was that famous, and I feel
1: like not like that, you white but people, like, but like you know what I'm saying. No, I just mean like, like a Quippler or some like, shit. White people like, do they
0: think about that? Like, Drake? I mean, they call themselves the Swifties. I mean, yeah, my fault. I, I like how the Eagles are playing into it, though. They're showing the picture of, of Jason Kelsey and the picture of DeAndre Swift of the backs of them with their jerseys, and they're like, this is the real Kelsey and Swift that I want. Uh, I'm
1: like, all right, Eagles, the
0: marketing knows what they're doing. All right? The marketing team over at the Philadelphia Eagles knows saying, what,
1: what they're the doing. What the fuck are we doing with that shit? I'm <laughs> oh <my> about to get <laughs> worried, man.
0: All right, over to the sweaty bet of, of my weekend mm. is the Jets plus four in Denver against the Broncos, and this all is based on a Zach Wilson master class that he had last week. Okay? Right. That's literally all this bet is. It's a gamble. It is a straight-up gamble on Zach Wilson to do what he did last week. Let's not forget, too, what Patrick Mahomes did say to Zach at the end of the game. Like, don't listen to the haters. Just keep balling. Keep fucking balling is what he said. And and the hate that this man has gotten in a situation that he was never supposed to be in this year, was not even supposed to play in a single game, like let alone preseason for Christ's sake, and now he's in a big-time situation where... All these Jets fans sold out season tickets. We're selling out stadiums just to see Aaron Rodgers and what this team can be this year, and that's obviously not the case. Zach Wilson has had big shoes to fill, and as of late-ish, it hasn't been the way that they wanted. Screaming for Robert Salah's head, screaming for Zach Wilson's head, comes out on Sunday night against the Kansas City Chiefs, and and actually has a really good showing where a game that the Jets actually should have won that game. Bro. Crazy calls out of Kansas City in that game.
1: I cannot believe... Like I had Jet so I had just plus seven and a half in money line. I cannot believe I logged on Twitter the next morning and Chiefs backers were saying that game was rigged. Chiefs backers <laughs> were saying that game was rigged. I was like, Are you guys out of your mind? Oh my god! Like we just are, so everyone who bet Chiefs minus seven and a half, we're just gonna complete disregard what happened from the twenty yard line to the other twenty. We're just gonna talk about the one play where we've seen that play a million times. Where it's not even like a it's not even like a Vegas thing. I remember when Ahmad Bradshaw did that shit in the Super Bowl in 2012. It was like one of the first times I saw someone try to go down and not score the touchdown. I, it, To me back then, it wasn't gambling. It was a little weird, but I was like, oh, wait, that is a smart play. Because we don't have to run extra plays. Someone can't get hurt. Some shit can't happen. I'm like, okay, that's a regular play. We've seen it a million times since then. I get on Twitter, cheese my seven and a half guys are like, oh, my God. Pat Mahomes had his hand in the books. This, that. You guys are out of your mind. That's all I have to say about that. Out of your mind. But I love backing Zach Wilson. You know me. I love me an underdog. So I was not a fan of, of what Rodney that. Harrison said as well. That was um, crazy, bro. What the fuck? Like, yo, even like people, people were like, Chris Jones is lying. Whatever. But, like, even if he's lying, like I'm out. I'm gonna be. I will be up there and be like, Why are you talking crazy about him? Like, nah, he's cool. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Like, no, nah, that's that is out. Like, there is no place in broadcasting. Especially, well, they're kind of broadcasting. Right. If you want to talk about Zach Wilson like that, hop on a short mic. You know what I'm saying? Get your headphones. and You could talk crazy about Zach Wilson in your podcast. It'd
0: be cool. But you can't. Don't, don't be doing that on NBC. Yeah. Right? yeah. I also have a, a yeah. lot of respect for Chris Jones in that situation. they
1: not fold. He could have thought like, Zach Wilson was trash, bro. He could thought he was trash. But was
0: even saying it before Rodney came in. Yeah. And then when after that, still like doubled down
1: on what he was yeah. saying.
0: So- Nah, if we're Jets fans, if we're Zach Wilson, this is I all think, Pat's on the back and, think, and, and motivation.
1: I think well, I think Zach Wilson talented. I really think he has a lot of talent. I think he's, I think he can be a really good player. I've been saying this forever. It's no no news if you know me, but I do think Chris Jones is smart because he knows like, like why am I up here asking about Zach Wilson. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, like, even even if he does think good about him, he's probably was like already like, oh, they're looking for, like, look at, like, look at these motherfuckers. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Well, you know like,
0: what's, what's even crazy, though? What's even crazier is is if he did have a bad game there, mm. how different he could have or would have spoke about him. But when I love that he had a good game, Pat Mahomes is saying that to his face after the game, and then you have Chris Jones ready to double down and back that up. So that was also some think, special think, stuff I there. Um, We're going go to go to
1: the game, but he got the talent.
0: We're gonna go to the Niners. Actually, I think the Jets were were they plus plus four, plus two. Something I thought again. it was plus two. It is plus two. I said plus four. Um, we'll fix that. Um, okay. Uh, this is the this is gonna be the funnest game of week number five of the NFL season. Sunday night on NBC at eight twenty. The Cowboys in a rematch in the rematch of the wild card. Was it the wild card? Did I fuck that yeah. up? Mm,
1: no, that was. I think it was the walk. No, it might have been divisional. I think it was divisional. It was
0: divisional. Rematch of the divisional. The Dallas Cowboys in
1: San Francisco. We played your dumbasses in the divisional. That's literally what fucked me up. Yeah, that's right. We played your dumbasses in the divisional round. Cowboys (laughs) rematching
0: in the divisional (laughs) round against the San Francisco 49ers in San Francisco against what a team that this is actually turning out to be, the San Francisco 49ers, the number one team in the NFC. We are not...
1: The number one team in the NFL, I'll say right now.
0: Yeah, it's 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 simple to say, but let's also, again, we will go back to the point about what you were saying about the Eagles, need
1: a little bit more I respect there. I think we are way better. I think we are way better personally. personally. I don't know if you can say that, that yet. Person- I mean, I was saying that last year. Uh, I was true. saying that before. and they did injury. make a statement there, you but we'll,
0: we'll, we'll see there. Um, I
1: we're the way better team.
0: The Niners, somehow are three-and-a-half-point favorites at minus 110. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand that. There's a lot of games. Like, are you are you sensing the trend here? Games that should be much higher on the spread for the favored team are way lower. But that does not scare me at all with this Cowboys team and how this San Francisco team is playing. CMC is going to do his thing as per fucking usual, and the 49ers will easily cover three-and-a-half. Am I missing something?
1: Yeah. First thing you might be missing is Key number three And we got a half Fucking sucks If you're betting the favorite there F- I hate that shit I, Everyone probably hates that shit Second of all um, Different matchup than last year Mike, Mike McCarthy's calling plays now Whole different story Also after a huge win In third, New England Third thing is Actually something that makes me Kinda like the Cowboys in this game But dare I Touch the Cowboys Like I rarely bet on the Cowboys. I bet on the Cowboys twice last year. I was here with you one time. And, like, when I bet on the Cowboys, it's like, yeah, I got to unload. This is probably the closest I've came this year to bet on the Cowboys. I can't bet against the 49ers. They look too good. But that three and a half, they've already gone through adversity. I don't think the 49ers have been tested enough. Um, and, it's, and the way the NFL goes is just, it. no matter how good of a football team you are, there you have ebbs and flows. Like the Eagles are 4-0 and they've gone through their Ebbs and flows. We've I mean the Patriots game itself had like 18 Ebbs and flows. I don't think the 49ers have really ebbed door flow. They've just boom, straight up. Advantage they're at home. And they're making this whole Brock Purdy 14 game regular season winning streak thing a huge yeah. thing right now. With that all being said, I'm just afraid of it. But so- I wish you a lot of luck. If I was better on the game, you know what I would try. I might do a little 49 dollars money line. What I might try to do is maybe do a little four four dollars money line live. But this seems like one of those games that the Cowboys come out look just look godlike, and now like I had to listen like to Felipe on the Cats Off podcast talk about how good they <laughs> fucking are. You know what I mean? Like Dude, I feel like if that somehow
0: happens, it's gonna have to get clipped and sent I'd over. I'd love to see some.
1: Felipe talk about that. That W. <laughs> right, you fucking freaking out?
0: Those are our picks for NFL Sunday. I wish Sound like a banger five. card. It does sound like a should banger par- card. Should parlay him. I was texting Manny today after I sent him the pics, and I said, uh, when all these hit, this is going to get clipped out with the ching sign. So
1: maybe for, for the
0: people that have made it that far, maybe you guys got a little bit of a nah, laugh even, If that. you still
1: here, if you get three of them bitches, we can just do the one, two, three. The, the TikTok I don't know we did five. <laughs> no we can no even bullshit. do two. I don't know we did five. <laughs> hundred percent on my pick for the show. Hundred percent, and then they're
0: like, "Oh, what's week six picks?" I'm like, "I don't know, man." Right. <laughs> if you drop a follow, maybe Coming I'll be back a- next week. Sign up to the VIP.
1: <laughs> Take my referral link, maybe fifty dollars. Yo, you know I found out something crazy too. What's that? So you know the referral links, like it's just something to think about when it comes to gambling, just your mindset. Okay. So I saw one of them emails about those referral links that, that they give to influencers for the for the um, sports books. Yeah, yeah. At the bottom it says you get 15% of all net losses from gamblers. So I just want everyone to think about that when you're wagering. They literally want you to lose, think you're going to lose, and they even place parlays in your face on the homepage for you to lose and friend zone boost for you to lose because they ain't hit either. So just think about that when you gamble this weekend. Just they they want you to lose, and they, they really hope you do. So fuck them motherfuckers.
0: I'm saying mindset from one of the best right there that's our show ladies me. and gentlemen if you like this episode on YouTube and you did enjoy your time here with us on YouTube on this beautiful Thursday night drop a like comment and do not forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any new shows this NFL season a podcast and Spotify listeners we absolutely adore you and we do love you so drop those ratings for us they do help us a oh, long gosh, long way dude. if you want to connect with us on our social media platforms our Twitter is at ADED podcast our Instagram is at A-D-E-D-Pod. And our TikTok is simply the name of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back and better than ever for this beautiful NFL season. Oh my god, I can't wait for week number five and we will see you at the end of it in our reaction show. You've been listening to the All Day Everyday Show with All Day AJ and Manny Ruffin. That's the homie Manny Ruffin. I'm Alex Jacobs. We will see you at the end of week number five for reactions on Monday morning. Can't wait.